Customers hate your business. Why do they hate your business and what can you do about it? Let's chat. There's been some criticism of hygiene theater versus what actually keeps people safe. But at the same time, at least some establishments are doing something, anything, to move closer to safety rather than ignoring the elephant in the room. It's true that if what you're doing doesn't actually do anything, then you run the risk of appearing hypocritical. But it's also true that if you don't do anything, it shows that you don't care at all. Action, even if it isn't particularly effective, is still demonstrating to your customers that you take the situation seriously, even if your methods aren't entirely based on science. But in the meantime, quit complaining over hygiene theater, look at the data, find what works, and then do those things. Customer relationships are not over the minute someone is not in your line of vision. A realtor, whose business is based on relationships, didn't bother to contact a client to check in on them. The client had traveled to visit the location, and even though the realtor was ill at the time and couldn't meet them, they were able to see a few properties with someone else from his office. But there was no follow-up from the realtor once they returned home. He didn't bother to see if they liked the area, wanted to make a bid on a property that they saw. He didn't seem to care, which maybe he didn't, but then don't take on a new client if you don't care. Clients want you to care about them, otherwise they will find somewhere else to go. They will find someone else who cares. If you're in a customer relationship-based business, then you have to understand that your relationship with them doesn't end the minute they aren't in front of you. It keeps going. That is, if you let it. A customer was on the way to a hotel when his phone rang. The hotel was calling him because they noticed that the customer was coming in from an area that was in the middle of the storm. The hotel was, of course, verifying that the customer was still coming. If not, they could possibly make the room available to someone else. But the way that the hotel positioned the call to the customer, it didn't make it sound as though they were only concerned about their bottom line. The hotel employee wanted to make sure that the customer was safe and wanted to know if his plans had changed. The employee was able to get the information he needed to know whether the customer was coming or not, but he was able to do so from a customer-friendly approach. It's how you phrase things, not necessarily what the purpose is, that can get you results. The employee got the information he required, and the customer felt as though the hotel cared about his well-being. Win-win. Customers return because they enjoyed the experience or the quality of a product, not because they felt as if they missed out on something. Many businesses get this wrong. They believe that customers will return to get something that they may have missed or felt that they missed out on, but that isn't the case. Customers return because they enjoyed the product or the experience. They don't have a compulsion to do it over if something didn't live up to expectations. Think about it. If something doesn't live up to your expectations, do you redo the experience until it does? Generally not. You give up and move on. Customers do the same. So don't think that by not giving your customers what they expect that you're guaranteeing that they return. In fact, you're doing the opposite. 
For more business resources, tools and workshops for entrepreneurs, and real-life customer experience stories, visit nickstanley.com and customersoftheworld.com.